Today in Plan B.SG, we talk about a fatal PIE accident mm-hmm. involving, yeah, involving foreign workers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a also, very young young foreign worker died and left behind. Yeah. His entire yeah. family. I, I, I am speechless. Yes. You know, and also we talk about that missing Indonesian submarine. Mm, what's going to happen there? Very that? old submarine, actually. Yeah. Yes. Older than me. Why they were still using it, but mm. uh, I mean, hopefully these people get found. Right? Yes. In planb.sg, probably brought to you by our friends from Bravo Realtors. Call now 8100 to 300. Right. All mm-hmm. this and more only on planb.sg. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you didn't. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Yeah. I'm Zari Smile. And I'm Darren Ma. And I'm Rama. If you notice, I kind of like having like a husky voice right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my voice really is a Ramadan mode. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just recovering from a bad flu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You do sound oh, better yeah, yeah, than last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, uh, mm. but today is a bit uh, somber. Mm. Actually, yes. Mm-hmm. Both of our stories uh, for this episode are quite sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start off with an article from today, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. which is Family of Bangladeshi Worker 33 uh-huh. Killed in PIE Lorry Accident Fears Telling Ailing Mother of Death. Wait, family? Mm. Yes. No, the family oh. of the of the deceased I see, yeah. is uh, afraid of telling oh, the mother yeah, I see, because of, of, of this, this particular yes. man's yeah. death. What yes. happened, bro? So, the migrant worker who died in an accident along the Pan Island Expressway on Tuesday morning mm. was mm-hmm. a 33-year-old Bangladeshi who leaves behind a two-year-old son, oh my a God. widow, and mm-hmm. other family members, all of whom relied on his income. Mm. The deceased, Tofazal Hussain, was also very close to his 57-year-old mother, mm-hmm. said the man's brother, Abdul Hafiz, Haziz. Mm-hmm. Mr. Abdul, 27, told mm-hmm. today on Wednesday through a Bengali interpreter that mm-hmm. his mother has yet to be informed of his brother's death. Oh my gosh. As the family is worried that she would not survive the news. Mm-hmm. She recently underwent heart surgery. Oh. She only knows that her mm-hmm. accident had an, uh, that her son had an accident, mm-hmm. said Mr. Abdul, who is one of Tafazal's five siblings. Mm-hmm. Tafazal had worked in Singapore since 2009. Okay. He was among 17 passengers aged mm-hmm. between 23 mm-hmm. and 46, mm-hmm. sitting in the rear of a lorry when it crashed. 17 passengers, right? Yes, wow. when it crashed into a stationary tipper truck mm-hmm. along the PIE towards Changi Airport before the Jalan Bahar exit mm-hmm. early on Tuesday morning. Oh my mm-hmm. God. The police said they were alerted to the accident around 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and that they had arrested the 36-year-old lorry driver for careless driving causing death. Mm-hmm. Investigations are ongoing. Uh, the Migrant Workers Centre said in a Facebook post on Tuesday evening that nine of the injured workers have been discharged from hospital after being treated for minor injuries mm. while the remaining seven remained uh, warded. Mm. Let's see. Out of the seven, two are in the ICU, mm-hmm. uh, said the, the NGO. Mm-hmm. The father's 63-year-old father was aware of his son's death but broke down during a phone conversation with Today mm. and was unable to proceed with the interview beyond saying that his son was a very good boy, mm-hmm. was beautiful and had a very kind heart. Mm. Everything is over, 
said the older man who did not provide his name please help us we are in a very bad situation mm-hmm. his father so this this father is diabetic and had just recovered from covid-19 uh-huh. which had claimed the life of Tofazo's grandfather yeah. a month oh ago my. Mr Abdul described his brother as a calm person who never sought up quarrels and mm-hmm. was loved by everyone He added that Tufazal had last visited home in 2018, the mm-hmm. year he got married. Mm. While he did not state where the hometown is, he said that his brother was at least able to speak to his family two days ago. Mm-hmm. Though this did not include his beloved two-year-old son, mm. so he never got to speak to his son. No. Tufazal first arrived in Singapore in 2009 and would typically remit between 30,000 and 50,000 taka per month, which is about 470 to 784 dollars uh-huh. in Singapore dollars. Um, said Mr Abdul, who told today that his brother was the sole breadwinner of the family. Mm. Aside from his latest contribution of 35,000 taka for the Muslim holy month of Ramadan, mm. he had also given the family 200,000 taka, about 3,100 dollars, mm. yeah. for his mother's recent open heart surgery. Said Mr Abdul, uh-huh. mm-hmm. added that she also requires blood pressure medicine and insulin for diabetes. Wow, mm. his family is uh, scheduled to be repatriated on Friday afternoon. Mm. This is, uh, I mean, a very, very, very sad piece, piece of, of news. news. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I also do want to add uh, that uh, the MWC said in its Facebook post on Tuesday mm-hmm. that concerned members of the public who wish to help the affected workers mm-hmm. may contribute to its charity arm, the Migrant Workers Assistance Fund, mm. via the national fundraising platform at uh, www.giving.sg/mwaf. Wow. wow. This is on the today um, article. So I I I mean I I read the article, I saw the photos and all that. I don't yes. understand what actually happened. Did somebody hit the lorry or what? No, I mean cuz it hit a stationary truck. So it seems like the 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 driver was just not paying attention. Yeah. The Can driver okay. could be sleepy. Yeah, or... because whatever he hit was not moving. Oh my! Yeah, so this is not like a head-on collision or, yeah. or like you know two moving vehicles that hit each other. Like it was one stationary and the other one just kind of banged into it. And this is very early in the morning, right? Mm. It was yeah. So I mean, if the police were alerted at six a.m., that means probably it happened mm. like five plus. Uh. So yeah. we're talking about no. Whenever we finish recording, it mm-hmm. is about that time. Mm-hmm. Oh. So the roads during this uh that particular time quite is empty. Yeah, yeah, quite yeah, empty. Quite empty. Yeah. You have like lanes of roads yes, totally yes. Uh, empty. To yourself, yeah, to yourself. Yeah. So uh, sometimes you know when vehicles travel at this uh, particular yes. ungodly hour, mm-hmm. it can be really fast. Yes, yes, because yes. they take for granted that it's empty, yeah. right? Yeah. And also uh, maybe the driver uh, tired, tired. Yes, yes. It's, it's been a long day. Exactly. Or mm-hmm. maybe was he reporting going to work or sending someone back from work? I'm not sure, but I mean, given that it was that timing, I would think mm. that they're going to the workplace. I see, I see, I see, to the site or whatever. And okay, so I remember that when this story first broke, mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, conjecture over whether or not the driver uh, himself was a foreign worker, mm-hmm. because I mean, he if if I mean I I'm not sure why exactly. I mean, I guess it uh-huh. does matter, but like. Uh, he was negligent, right? Yeah. So people were saying like, if he himself is a migrant worker, <coughs> uh-huh. it might be that I mean he was overworked and like therefore he wasn't able to uh, drive properly and and all of that. Yeah. The things that I'm reading uh, on my part is more of uh, migrant workers shouldn't shouldn't be transported on the back uh, of at the back of lorries right. and mm-hmm. they should you know if you. A company who actually employs migrant workers. There are mm. some pages that suggest you should mm. actually provide a uh, better transport. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like a van or yeah. maybe like a grab vehicle mm-hmm. or you know a more protected vehicle in a sense. Right, yeah. right, right. As compared to sitting behind a lorry, which is really dangerous. And then also, I saw a photo of uh, 
uh, of a particular foreign worker seated behind many other cluttered things mm. uh, while yes, yes. you know on the way to oh, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. that itself is quite dangerous. So I'm yes, I'm, yes. I'm really confused. In terms of like the law, you are able to transport workers at the back of lorries. Yes, but uh, there are certain certain requirements. Only specific lorries and specific companies, if I remember correctly, can carry for uh, can carry workers lah. And there's on a the limit back of lorries. Right, to how many? And there's a limit, so it also depends on the insurance policy that you have. Right. Like uh, what I'm given to understand is this is related to you know every time you see these kind of vehicles, you see behind there there'll be a number nine packs, four packs, yeah, five yeah, yeah, packs. Yeah, yeah. So that's related to the amount of cover that there that is accorded for people who are traveling on that particular vehicle. Okay, but to to kind of add on from Zah's point, right? yeah, mm. like, are they allowed to also be transporting items together with like these people. packs of people? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm from what I know, that's that's a great part uh, because technically ah. the lorry is for transporting goods, yes. but we also see inevitably. Certain some companies they carry the workers behind, they carry the goods behind, everything. Yeah. Also, they just dump behind, and right. and I think that part is uh, not as fantastic, lah. But right, I would right. say uh, this issue of the transport of workers yeah. was something that had been raised, uh, yeah, and and discussed at length quite a number of years back. I see, and and you know, uh, was it a closed door discussion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but so I've okay. never heard of it. Near yeah. okay, near my my old house in Bedok Reservoir. Yeah, right. I get a lot of there are a lot of uh, dormitories. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and I often still drive there because I visit my parents and all that. Mm. And in my appreciation of the situation, I f- I see that there are a lot more uh, employers who are getting these big, really huge buses to transport their workers. I see. So I would say it's no longer so much so the norm that foreign workers are, are right, on right, the lorries right. behind in the danger. Many companies have invested in actually uh, indenting proper transportation yeah. for their workers. You're right. That's good to hear. But at the same time, you know, like this actually reminds me of something. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about like lorries that are carrying items on top of people, right? Yeah. Yes. And then you know what this reminded me of? You know those kind of like... Um, What's it called? Uh, lion dance troops. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they also bring on the back of the vehicle. Yeah, so, so actually, this like it just hit me that it's mm. not just foreign workers actually yeah. who are transported in these mm. conditions. But that's seasonal, so, right? Yeah. I mean, it's seasonal, yes. But that is how they are transported, while, like, and it's mm. with tons of shit mm. in the back. Huh. So but, my, okay, so don't say shit lah. I mean, tons of stuff lah. <laughs> my 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 question uh, is this: the the articles while they report about the fact that. The foreign worker unfortunately uh, lost his life. The yes. family is, yeah. uh, is now potentially suffering because of all this. Yep. But what I want to know is how the accident happened and whether it's still ongoing. Ah, uh, that's the thing, uh, And so, could the accident have been avoided? I yeah. see. Regardless of whether they were transporting people behind, I see. Was it the negligence of one of the drivers or right. recklessness or what happened that? So many people were injured. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, all the articles that I have read do uh-huh. not give these details. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. I have to say that I feel kind of, I don't know if this is strange, mm. but like, because there was so much chatter about whether or not the driver himself was a foreign worker. Mm. But I do I see. not recall seeing any article mm-hmm. specifically mentioning whether or not the driver was also mm-hmm. a foreign worker. Yeah, because, because mm-hmm. sometimes the supervisor level foreign workers they they are, they get their licenses in Singapore as well and they can drive as well, right? Yeah, oh. and, and I mean, it changes, it will change the way the accident looks, you know. Mm. Because if you have like a foreign worker who is driving, yeah. 
it, it will appear more like, you know, is this person being over overtaxed, mm. which is what led to his negligence, you know, mm. if, it, if it is negligence. Mm. Um, whereas, you know, if it's like a, I guess a normal Singaporean driver or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or somebody who's a professional driver, yeah. the, the narrative is going to be different. Yeah. You know? You're right. Yeah, yeah okay. I so, get I, mean, I do. Yeah. I, felt, I felt like this is a very vital piece of the information that mm-hmm. should be reported that we yeah. should know. Yeah. Especially given how much public interest there was yes. about this this uh, one very key detail of the of the case. Mm-hmm. So like I, I don't know whether there will be any follow-up article right after the this particular um investigation is yeah. over. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting the sense that there probably won't be any follow-up article. Under, under. <laughs> because of the nature of... Uh, you know, I'm, I, we have read several articles in our lifetimes yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. like when accidents get reported, not everything, there's a follow-up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. Unless like... Um, unless there's significant Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm, mm. So, uh, for me, my condolences to uh, the family. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. what I'm really gutted about and really sad. The mm. son, right? Yeah, the two-year-old. Uh, yeah. He hasn't seen his child. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in my 30s and when you read that part, mm. just before I left from uh, to work, mm. yes. you know, I was just carrying my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has requested for me to carry her to, right. to sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I realized while carrying her, while, you know, just rocking her to, to sleep, mm-hmm. that it's been a long time since I did that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, of our nature of our jobs, yes, yes. We're recording yeah. at night. And yep. only uh, just now I had some time to do so. Mm-hmm. And it was a very precious time for me. I yes, really, yes, I yes. really, you know, mm-hmm. um, cherish that. Yeah, right. cherish that particular moment. And for you to be able to see, and then the first thought of my in my head was like, oh, she, she grows up so fast. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have that opportunity to see see, my, see yeah. my child daily. Although you know, um, in that instance, is that rare instance I'm able to carry her to sleep. Mm. Yeah. But for this particular person, this deceased man, yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, left behind a mm. two year old who he yep. hasn't seen for the longest time. Yeah. And and that child, yeah, arguably will now be deprived of of. A you father. are right, and that, that child will never yeah. see uh, the father. So for yeah. for me, I I realize that that's an important moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to know that he has ended his life so prematurely yeah. and there's so much to look forward to. Yes. You know? Like these accidents are really, they're really heart-wrenching to read. I mean like as yeah. much as these yeah. things happen every yeah. single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like when you do read it, it, it hits you. Yeah. yeah. And especially road accidents for me personally because my, my parents are both drivers, right? Mm. And I mean, I'll be lying if I say that I've never worried about them. Because uh, yeah. yeah. they, they drive at night, you mm-hmm. know, and then like mm-hmm. sometimes I worry like, oh, will there one day be you know like I get a knock on my door oh my god that yeah. would I, suck uh. exactly but you know this is the nature of particular lines that have particular hazards and like mm. I mean it's scary man like it's it's. I don't know why I would think about it mm. but yeah. when I do I'm like oh fuck mm. yeah. and so, then I just try to forget about it you know just uh, before we uh, close this conversation just yeah. a reminder to everybody mm-hmm. drive safe who, yeah, please, yeah. yeah I was driving on the road riding mm-hmm. motorbike you know there yeah. might be instances that you are pissed off mm-hmm. At a particular driver or rider, but not please, worth it, man. Yeah, not, worth not it. pursue like road rage or whatever. It's okay to yeah. be defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Practice defensive riding. Mm-hmm. Practice defensive uh, driving. It's yeah. not worth yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Especially like if you if you end up causing for someone else. Yeah. Who is completely innocent in the in yeah the, to in lose a life, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, well, some time to reflect, lah. Mm-hmm. So we will be back right after this yes. mm-hmm. with a with a word from our sponsors. 
This podcast probably brought to you by your friends from Bravo Realtors. It's never too early to plan mm. for your retirement. Do your property health check today with Bravo Realtors. They believe in facts and figures. They never lie. Yes. Call them right now or WhatsApp them. It's 8100-2300. 8100-2300. Mm-hmm. You can visit their IG and Facebook at uh, this particular handle. It's Bravo Realtors.brs mm. We are still with Kamal Fazlin And also Hansrul From Bravo Realtors wow. Still yeah. the topic of MOP yes. mm. You know I want to share with you something mm-hmm. uh, Like on the way here I was in a grab okay. Because I was too lazy To bring my motorbike <laughs> okay. And surprisingly This grab driver uh-huh. Like a very old ape He uh-huh. knows a lot No uh-huh. He was oh. telling me about the cases of uh, COVID in India has spiked. Oh. Wow. And he was giving me predictions of the travel bubble uh, with us in Malaysia that oh, wow. might not happen <laughs> because of uh, you know the the spike of cases is happening in right, Malaysia. Right, 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 right. Yep. He's talking about a situation in China. Wow. I was thinking, dude, I should invite him. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> he knows a lot. My gosh, he knows a lot, you know. Mm. And then you know what's happening? The situation in Changi Airport, whether tourists are coming in or not. Wow. So, you know, so, yeah, I was waiting. And then I think right now it's not a good time to wait for tourists because they, uh, they're not coming they're not coming oh, and they even tell me which country is like dude serious how, how old was he like roughly I think he is like uh, early 60s mm. knows his shit man so one thing was really interesting he was predicting uh, uh, the future of property prices uh-huh. oh, because mm. right now since the cases in India has spiked up mm-hmm. up yes. to a point where it might even uh, overtake uh, the, the situation in the US yeah because yeah, mm. they're having like new variants and stuff yeah. so he's mentioning about uh, lesser migrant workers Coming lesser in. reliance yes. on migrant workers here in Singapore yeah. up to mm-hmm. 50% wow. and when that happens that means uh, it'll be more expensive to yes. uh, you know get yeah. uh, foreign workers here in yes. Singapore in fact Lawrence Wong did say exactly yeah. this that there might be a delay uh-huh. in new construction uh, projects as well and, oh. and right now because the accommodation are paid for you know the medical and everything is paid yeah. For so, mm-hmm. who bears the cost? The consumers, yeah. Which means in the future, when you have like new projects, uh, by HDB, they are gonna be more expensive. Ooh. Oh, the housing prices are gonna be more expensive than what it is today. Is this true? Is this true? Mm. Because if it is. Are we supposed to sell our houses now? Yes. <laughs> Before it becomes I'm great, like, bro. I'm like great. a negative sale or something? I don't know. I I, okay. I mean I don't speak for them, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. From my opinion, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't really affect us. Okay. Oh, see, really see. Affect, yes. Why? Us as in the agents or the uh, Singaporeans, uh-huh. Singaporeans as oh, well, shit. locals. Yeah. Mm. Because why? Uh, if you look at it, we have been in uh pan- the pandemic COVID yeah, right. for the past one year. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And you look at the new launches and the HDB transaction numbers. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. And who are all these buyers? Locals. Yeah, yeah. Locals. Yeah. So I I I I would say I'm not worried at all. Mm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Mm. Well, that's that's at least my take yeah, on this issue. Mm-hmm. Just last year is about eighty-three to eighty-five percent Singaporean mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, moving up to private property. Wow. Wait. What? Yeah. Wait. It, what? It's, it's even in the newspaper. <laughs> uh, so that's good, right? That means yeah. Singaporeans yeah. are doing well. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. 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 Facts and figures. They Don't have lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I guess I'm not part of the 83%. <laughs> soon, so maybe Darren. you don't know. And, oh, and uh, most, maybe you don't know. Most of them are from the MOP HDB. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So, move they, so we move on to this question right now. Mm, yes. You know, uh, a lot of our younger listeners or uh, maybe, you know, people my age mm-hmm. really yeah. have... Uh, 
young families basically yes, mm-hmm. yes. you know with kids uh, like for for example myself I have kids in kindergarten mm. next year entering primary school I believe Raman yep. uh, you have kids as well Yes. and we're at an age where do we hold on to our current property or do we sell them right now mm. to upgrade and what what do you suggest you know like uh, like we always say mm-hmm. before you start to think about selling yeah. you have to check first you have to yep. do your calculation uh-huh. whether it's a good time whether this is the best time but of course uh, we, we must be true you know mm. we must show you all the numbers and all the figures mm. yeah. 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 if we know that you cannot move on or you have to wait we will tell you that mm. yeah. I see, I see. so that's good right? yeah. Yeah. so I'm selling my house you wanna buy <laughs> Wait, which house? The one, the two-story house? Uh, no. Mm. Hey, yeah, it is two stories. Yeah. I went to yours before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic place, by the way. Uh-huh. So if you want to come and buy, you can just. How call. much you selling for? <laughs> What's the COV? <laughs> you learn fast. You learn fast. Yeah, yeah, I think Zah, you should call his agent. Yeah. Uh, get, my agent is Kamal. Get your <laughs> get your people to talk to his oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my God. When when you selling? No lah, I'm seriously selling. Yeah. So no one's buying it. Mm, that's why mm. like my agent I <laughs> <laughs> So of course for Raman His his property is not affected by MOP yeah, not uh, yeah. Yeah. I see, I see. <laughs> Because he's, he's living in private property right Yes. So uh, when we are talking about MOP Actually uh, 90% are at the crossroads Because they are uh, You know in a dilemma Whether whether yes. or not to sell To mm-hmm. hold on You know uh, Wait for market Market is currently bad Or you know mm. What are some of the reasons why, why people are not selling yeah. uh, Wait and see They yep. they like to wait and see. Is this bad? Mm. It, it is bad actually. Mm. It oh. is bad. Why? Why? Yeah. Because why? When they wait, it be too late. It right? be too late. Yeah. So you, you know? should actually what what they are saying the whole health check thing. I think it's very important because mm. you need to actively look at your numbers. Yeah. So that you can plan like three years ahead, two years ahead. Yeah, and, and even right. even for like private property, even though there's no MOP, yeah, there's still the whole seller's stamp duty. Seller's stamp duty. Yeah. Right. So no. it, it it works. I mean, SSD. Yeah, SSD. No, SSD. Ooh, so yeah. it stops you from selling your house early. If you I sell see. early, you're gonna pay a hefty tax. Oh, so, yeah. so, so, in the same vein, you you should be watching your numbers so that you can plan. And oh if you don't know, you definitely don't want to be taking a step in the dark. Yes, Go yes, and get yes. a good agent to do your numbers for you, mm-hmm. guide you through mm-hmm. the process, and you can actually attain a, a better property, a better livelihood for your mm-hmm. family. And I guess that's what we all want, right? Yeah, true, I think right. I think Raman did bring one uh, point uh, at one episode about yeah. the mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. if you are paying in cash, you only pay two things. Mm-hmm. The principal, I see, and the uh, interest. Yeah. But most uh, Singaporean, we are paying through CPF. Okay. So you are not paying two, or just the principal and the interest of the mortgage. Mm. You are paying four. What? Why I mean four? The interest of the mortgage, the mm. principal, and your principal of CPF. Yeah. And another one is the accrued interest. I see. Ah. Uh, this these is terms the, are really foreign yeah. to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the things that they really need to check yes. because yes. for the CPF part and the accrued interest, they cannot. I mean, it's it's just a blind blind side. Mm. I, yeah. see, I see. This is why they need really to sit down and do the calculation. calculation yes. Right. Right. Wow. So what what are your? It is yeah. It is not about selling or buying. You know, mm-hmm. it's getting an insight. Mm. You know, we give an insight of what your next next action should be. Yeah, what yeah. is your options? Mm. You know. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. just myself as like a young as as a young adult, right? Like mm-hmm. hearing all of this, I'm starting to realize like buying, selling a house is not just a matter of oh, I need some place to stay. It's mm. really like 
there's a lot of stuff I need to think about. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I think in Singapore itself, if you look into the newspaper, every day, they will talk about property. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is the only thing yep. we have in Singapore, our asset. Mm. I yeah. see, I see. Wow. So, um, don't take I, it lightly. Yeah? Yeah, my mind is yes. still uh, quite disturbed <laughs> <laughs> with the fact that 80% of Singaporeans are... Why are you disturbed? Shouldn't it be a happy, happy number? <laughs> I mean, am I mixing with the wrong percentage? <laughs> I think you are, bro. I think you are. You need a property health yes. check. You need to go home. Your health check. Yeah. You need to go home and discuss with your minister of finance and Man. home affairs. I think I should. Yeah. And I think you all should too. Yes. yes. With exactly. Bravo Realtors and uh, do your planning right now. It's never mm. too early to plan for your retirement. Mm-hmm. Do your property health check today with Bravo Realtors. They believe in the facts and figures. Yes. They never lie. Call right now at this number 8100. 2300 that's 8100-2300 follow them on Instagram and Facebook bravorealtors.brs thank you Kamal Fazlin and Hazrul you're welcome with us we'll see yes. you uh, on, on the next podcast only on planb.sg welcome back to planb.sg and um, this yeah. is another set Yes. Piece of news huh? yeah. yeah Which kind of hit I think like the world uh, mm-hmm. In particular our region uh-huh. mm-hmm. So this is from The Straits Times This is from the Premium mm-hmm. article Ooh. Whoa Ooh, You see how you're that In the eliminate class Yeah When you hey. Flex the fact that You have a premium <laughs> access to And okay, between fine. the three I, of us He's the only one With yeah. the premium access I didn't pay for shit Yes I'm, I'm probably the poorest Of the three of us Okay <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that, lah, bro. No lah, no lah. It's it's not. I mean, it's okay. Mm. Okay. I'm still young. What I'm about still yeah. growing? So anyway, mm-hmm. this is uh, missing Indonesian submarine expected to run out of air mm. at 3 a.m. Oh my Saturday. Oh yo. Shala. You feel the pressure, man. Like yeah. oh man. So Indonesian Navy Chief Yudo Margono uh-huh. said on Thursday that oxygen supplies aboard the vessel would last 72 hours from the time the submarine went missing, uh-huh. which means they would run out of air around 3 a.m. on Saturday. Oh uh-huh. my! We lost contact with the vessel yesterday at 3 a.m., so mm-hmm. it can last until Saturday 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Until the news conference, a maritime expert told the Straits Times on Thursday that the chances of survivors being found on the submarine that went missing in waters off Bali mm. are slim. Mm. The deeper the vessel is situated, the greater the pressure experienced by the sailors trapped inside the submarine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indonesia's National Maritime Institute Executive Director Siswanto Rusdi said, mm-hmm. "The best case scenario is that the crews have suffered severe injuries such as burst eardrums and blood vessels, oh. and the worst case scenario is that they are dead." He added, "Oh my! Contact that, with that, that's so. I mean, I mean, that's like shit. It's, it's surgical, oh but yeah." So, contact with the Nanggala 402 vessel uh-huh. with 53 crew members on board was lost in the early hours of Wednesday during a torpedo firing drill and a search for the submarine is ongoing mm. with vessels from Singapore and Malaysia called in to help. Yeah, President think- Joko Widodo said on Thursday that he had instructed the Indonesian military chief, mm-hmm. Indonesian Navy chief, mm-hmm. Indonesia's search and rescue agency and other relevant institutions to deploy all resources and make a concerted effort to mm. search the submarine and rescue its crew. Mm-hmm. The priority is the safety of the 53 crew of the submarine, he mm. said in a live stream statement from Bogor State Palace. Oh, wow. So far, there has been no trace of the missing submarine and no indication of an attempt by the crew to launch an emergency exit manually. Mm. If they had done so, modern warships and aircraft equipped with sonar capabilities mm-hmm. would have been able to pick up the signal. But oh. until now, we have yet to hear of such activity. Mm. Even if the crew were able to exit the submarine, only a few could be let out each time. 
Mm-hmm. However, Mr. Siswanto noted that the sonar cap- capability of rescue ships could be impeded by the very nature of submarines, <coughs> stealth vessels designed to be undetectable underwater. Wow. The, the media has reported that the missing submarine could have sunk as deep as 700 meters, exceeding its maximum depth of 500 meters. Mm. What this sunk means, means if it loses power, is it? it? Yeah, and it goes even further down. Okay. So what this means is the pressure was so great that the hull of the vessel could have been damaged. Mm. Survivors, if any, could have suffered broken bones and other hyperbaric injuries. Mister mm. Sussman broken said, "Broken bones." Yeah, pressure, dude. The environment underwater is very challenging for both the vessel and the crew. Mm. Um, this is a lot more, but they do say that the disaster was in all a probability due to the old age of the vessel, mm. which was ordered by the Indonesian government from Germany in 1977. Oh huh? my! What, what? They Why ordered is- this in 1977? Yeah, it was completed in 1980, so mm. this vessel is at least is about 40 plus years hey. old. Why are they still using it, I man? I don't know, man. And the vessel joined the Indonesian fleet in 1981. Wow. He said he said mm-hmm. the majority of Indonesian warships are over two decades old. Mm. Adding usually submarines are retired after 20 to 25 years, but this submarine is double the age. Mm. No matter how much you try to repair, it's no use. Mm. So I mean, wait, he said they said that he said that. So I'm kind of mm. like, wow. So why are you using it? Yeah, that's why. And I'm also guessing. I guess this must be. Quite a huge submarine to be able to hold fifty-three staff members. Yeah, yeah. Because you need to place for them to sleep. You Dude, need. You know, like I mean, this just keeps reminding me. You know, like, Indonesia also constantly has this kind of issue with planes, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Lion yeah. Air. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like I mean, what's I going on? I think the maintenance is is uh, the biggest issue, lah. What's going on, man? This is not even about maintenance. I mm-hmm. mean, this this is like twice the 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 operating lifespan of other submarines, you know. So it's yeah. not even a matter of, of maintenance. Like you shouldn't even be trying to maintain the thing. You should be retiring it already. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'm just speechless. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. 1981. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's before I was born. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. before. Uh, that's before. That's before I was born. Oh, <laughs> and it's still in use. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, Shella, I wouldn't even. I mean, I would I think that this is hella. Irresponsible of the navy to be still commissioning this. Mm. Yeah, know, like, and I mean, I don't know how Indonesian law is gonna work. Mm. What sort of safety standards are they? Exactly. You know, I honestly by. wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, if if let's say, I mean, I I don't know if it's found, if the wreckage is found, if some kind of inquiries, then yeah. would, would people be held accountable for this? Because <laughs> oh I mean, it's Indonesia, right? So I mean, yeah. I, I can't I can't say because I don't know their laws also. That's man, true. but okay. like man. the only the only blue uh, blue blood the only silver lining to me when I read the subsequent article about how Singapore and Malaysia are sending our ships right, over, right. it it felt like you know the cavalry is coming. You know, let's let's get down and focus on saving these guys. So, yeah. so let's hope the teams from uh, both either Singapore or Malaysia can actually make an impact and yeah. and try to get this <laughs> ship out. And then hopefully after that they will decommission and stop using. Hopefully the people uh, are still alive. Mm. I mean, like you know, when when I was reading like the 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 guy right, and he was saying how like best case scenario mm. is they have broken bones, eardrums, broken bones, and they're yeah. just there waiting oh for people gosh. to save. Oh my Yeah. Worst case, all die already. Yeah. That's like that's hardcore ridiculous, man. Yeah. With this due to the pressure, that's why yes. they have broken bones. Yes. I mean, so okay, like I mean, because I'm constantly coming up with like trivia and random facts, right? Like uh-huh. yeah. You do you know that we know more about space uh-huh. than like our deep oceans? Yeah, I know. Mm. So like, I mean, it's because of how hostile the environment is. True, mm. true, true. The water pressure, like the deep, it's it compounds mm-hmm. to a yeah. point where like you will you will just die due to the oh. pressure. Serious? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. 
So but, I mean that's why they were saying like, like the hyperbaric um injuries mm-hmm. like that you experience when the pressure is too high. Mm. So even when it comes to not don't say submarines like when you go for scuba diving. Yeah. Mm, yeah, mm. there's certain depths and it's not like really kilometers deep that you yeah, experience yeah, this thing. Yeah. Just hundreds of kilo, uh, yes. hundreds of meters uh, and you will feel it already. You feel yeah. it already. And then you can't rise up too fast yes. because your lungs will go into this very weird stage yes. where no, it's not, not only that, bro. That. Uh-huh. You will develop air bubbles in yeah. your blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called and the bends. Yeah, then that can kill you yes. immediately, right? That's why, like dry, uh, divers, mm. if they want to uh, emerge, mm. they have to go slowly, like you said. Yeah. True. You ha- they have to like slowly let their body readjust first, and mm. then again, mm-hmm. then readjust. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, it's not just a matter of like, oh, free, I'm free now, I can just go up. Mm. Yeah, 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 correct. Scary, yeah. It's yeah. scary. It's damn scary, man. Like, I mean, I love the water, mm. but like these kind of things do freak me out. Uh. Yeah, even mm. even uh, there's one place called the Mariana Trench, right? Yeah, it's the deepest, deepest uh, one yes. the, in the sea, and we don't even mm. know what's in there, right? Yeah. Do you think there's it's, like a huge octopus? I, yes. I, yeah, I think they do exist. Like yeah, they do. Squid exist. Mm, like some giant creature. Yeah, like they are so big that I think they they are primary rivals of like the sperm whale or something. Oh, so see like this. Sotong the size of. A sperm yeah, I've whale. read about it, but oh, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, yeah. seen it. Yeah. But but at times you'll get this giant carcass of yeah. like a oh, yeah. squid, and yes. then it's been put in a but museum. It's very rare. It's very rare because most of the time when they die, they just sink to the bottom of the ocean. Ah. So that one real or what? Because real, I, I've real, seen real, the photos. Real, real, real. Or I thought Photoshop or no, what? No, no. I mean, <laughs> there are there are legendary creatures that are based on the giant squid, mm. like yeah, the kraken and all this kind of thing. Uh. Ooh, but they, they definitely exist as a real life animal. Mm-hmm. Like they exist and they've been documented before. Actually, you know a lot of shit, uh. I I I, I read shit. Yeah, yeah I, just, I do. I do agree. I do agree. No, be, no. Why? I I have this habit, right? Like mm-hmm. when I hear something I'm not too sure about, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. just wiki that shit. Mm. Uh-huh. And like you know, I mean, some things you can't really rely on wiki for. Mm-hmm. But there are certain like the more obscure the shit you're reading is, yeah, yeah, yeah. the more uh, trustworthy the wiki stuff is because nobody will be bothered to go there and include false information. <laughs> mm, I, agree. I kid you not because when I'm studying linguistics, right? Yeah. My profs actually said, you know, like Wikipedia is generally speaking not a very uh, secure place to find info. Uh-huh. But for linguistic stuff, it actually is quite reliable because nobody gives a fuck to go in and edit linguistic <laughs> stuff. Mm. Nobody cares enough to do that. Mm. So she's so so they were saying like you know like it's it's okay like I mean don't cite it for your papers of course uh-huh, but if uh-huh. you want a starting point that's actually a pretty good starting point I see yeah, yeah I've I've heard academics tell me that when they do their their articles when they yeah. prepare uh, their what is their professional calling yes. uh-huh. usually Wikipedia is a starting point yeah mm-hmm. because the, they also cite papers there right? yes because the best part of uh, Wikipedia is the, the <laughs> amazing the, uh? the references yes. nah, you can just exactly. students nowadays don't have to work so hard yeah hey <laughs> okay I, honestly I cannot, I you, cannot had, counter you, you have a reference point right? mm. yeah it's true, it's true. And, like, and we had to go to Literally the reference section of the library. Yeah, yeah true, man. Like and camp there for days. No, Close but you know what? But there's actually a downside to this because mm-hmm. I mean, from purely research point of view, right? Like mm-hmm. you are now so like the corpus is just so accessible to you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have no excuse mm-hmm. to not ah. do like a very thorough um, background work, check. I see. So like you know you so basically it means that there are less holes for you to cover. Mm. You know because like typically when you want to do any kind of research, you have mm-hmm. to fill in a knowledge gap, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. there's so much available to you, uh-huh. the mm. gaps get smaller. So you a lot of things you want to do, but oh, it's been done. Always been uh. done. It's always been done. So is this the reason why university students nowadays are more woke? Wow. <laughs> What link is that, man? Because mm. they have access to so many of this shit. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, I have heard, and this is like a genuine critique, uh, uh-huh. which is that 
people are not because the international kind of corpus is so available mm. some people just take knowledge particularly maybe from the social sciences yeah. uh-huh. from foreign backgrounds mm-hmm. and foreign uh, settings uh-huh. and circumstances uh-huh. and then they apply it here without necessarily uh, changing the context lah Okay. And food, local history, local dynamics, mm-hmm. and local I society. I can agree to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. So I mean, this is a legit critique, and this is not mm-hmm. my own. Like I've heard mm-hmm. legit mm-hmm. people say this. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah, okay, it's true. Yeah, you've seen it. You've seen it in action, I, and uh, I don't want to say too much about yeah. that. Yeah, so, <laughs> lah. We just said discussion for others. Don't discuss that. I don't like discussing about. It. Yeah, <laughs> la, no, la. I mean, the the thing is just that it's it's damn scary. Like this whole submarine nonsense. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I've I've seen I've heard of a case. Uh, Where mm-hmm. I think like two divers, mm-hmm. they there was an accident. I think it was Swedish divers or something. Mm-hmm. There What was about? an accident because I think like the divers entered into a decompression chamber, uh-huh. and then one of them accidentally decompressed the chamber ahead of schedule or too early. Oh mm-hmm. shit! The people exploded, and then they. Ayo! Oh my gosh! Are you serious? I, yeah, I've read this. In fact, I've read this several times. I can't remember the exact details. The people exploded. Yeah, like because the the pressure difference was so great and so drastic. Uh-huh. Because they were supposed to decompress that chamber when no one's there. Uh-huh. But for some reason, some some guy accidentally hit the thing, the lever, uh-huh. while he was there, so, and then like it just kind of went. Wow. So I mean, like, oh my pre- pressure, pressure injuries are no joke, man. Because mm. you cannot run from it. What a terrible way to die. Actually, yeah. my my only experience in this was uh-huh. uh, I took a a very bad flight once. And mm. uh, you know that that pressure on your ears, yeah. Mm. The my basically my eardrums hurt so badly. Mm-hmm. I had to take Panadol when Ooh. I landed. That was and, my. And there's work. that fear of like, is it gonna rupture? Is it gonna rupture? Is it gonna rupture? Yeah, bro. And when I came back to Singapore, I went to the hospital and they checked and they did say that it was. Uh, bruised. Yeah, bruised. Ay. Yeah. Scary, yeah. Oh my gosh! So imagine that was just on a stupid flight, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine being in a in okay, and I'm I'm somewhat claustrophobic. Eh? Yeah. Oh my god! It, it kills me to think that there are people, fifty three of them, yeah, being yeah. stuck in a confined space, yes, seven hundred meters under the sea. Oh god! And there's no way out. Oh my god! Like yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't even swim out. Yeah, that's creepy, man. But okay, uh, I remember watching shows on TV where. Right. Like people, uh, divers who go into this like elite unit who do, do uh, rescues, is it? No, uh, who 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 get to become part of the submarine team and all that. Uh-huh. They are actually trained on as uh, what do you call this? Coming out of the submarine, submarine even if it's in deep sea. Really? Yeah, yeah. This part, of, uh, from what I recall, is part of their training. Yeah, but but that's why the article it mentioned, like mm-hmm. even if uh, some crew made it, uh-huh. uh, it's only a few that can come out at one at a single time. Mm. I see. I'm guessing like the escape pods or whatever lah. Like mm. it doesn't accommodate all of them all at once. Uh. But according to this, they also say that it doesn't seem that any kind of like emergency measures has been activated because mm-hmm. mm. nothing picked up anything from around the area. Okay. So don't know what happened if like all the crew just suddenly went out of commission. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing just was left on its own. Okay. If you have oh, some time, watch this movie called U Five Seven One. It's about a submarine. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a German submarine. Uh, no, no, it's a, it was a British submarine that they had to hijack a German submarine oh. to mm-hmm. uh, extract this device called the Enigma, uh-huh. which was uh, used to decode. Uh, Nazi uh, Morse codes. Wow! So that was really important because the Allies were getting beaten at their game. They mm. couldn't decipher the the codes that were sent between uh, ships. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that 
um, that was really I watched that show seven. I watched that movie seven times. Oh wow. my! It was that up. good. Eh? It was that good. And then there was a scene where uh, when they hijacked the German ship, mm-hmm. and then they uh, they it, it went into like an emergency dive, mm-hmm. and then they were depth charged by um, German or Nazi uh, warships. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when the depth charge when the depth charge exploded uh, near the submarine they were in, right. mm-hmm. and then the whole submarine rattled. Oh my! And then the 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 crew was actually. Um, You know, just standing be behind the, uh, just resting on uh, at the wall of the submarine, right, mm. right, right. and the captain was like, "Stand away from the walls." Mm. These, um, these vibrations will snap the spine wow. uh, from from your body. So I was like, "How strong are the vibrations?" Yeah, and then, yeah. and then they picture it when the depth charge exploded, the mm. whole ship went. Damn scary, yeah! It was madness. You have to watch it. I love the movie, man. Like another one last scary thing that I picked up from the article that you read was yeah. Yeah. the hull could be damaged because of the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you imagine that if it's so deep inside? Yeah, it's strong the enough to so bend strong. metal, dude. Yeah. What will happen to the humans on board, right? That's Damn. Right. Yeah. That's why. I mean, so like these. This is like the extreme frontier of human exploration. Yeah. I've, I've read before. Like the final two is like deep space and the oceans. Mm. Oh my gosh! Because we also have the ISS, right? Mm-hmm. Like the International Space Station. Yes. Station. And like, yeah. can you imagine being stuck there? Oh my god! Also. Yeah. Yeah. That would be freaky, man. I think <laughs> I go mad. Yeah. Mm. Like I mean, that's that's the opposite. Where like you know, if if your pressure regulations fail, right? Like mm. it's it's oh too low pressure. Because there's no happened. pressure in space. Yeah. So there's another movie. Will you implode? The movie is called Gravity. Uh, have you watched it? Oh, yeah, that, that one I actually have. Dude, the I got a movie fucks, reference. Yeah. Wow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Sandra Bullock show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary, so what yeah. happened? And she got she got left out in space. I think no, the the partner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sacrificed a, himself to save her. Oh, oh my gosh! My. And scary. then he was left floating away. I can imagine, you know, like oh my, I don't die like that, man. Okay, I mean, you know, uh, sometimes I imagine. Uh, People who are doing these kind of tough jobs, uh, yeah, they should have like a suicide pill. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mm. it's morbid, but I agree. You, you okay. understand? I mean, yeah. rather yeah. than I see. suffer, a right? Slow yeah, suffering. Yeah, exactly, death. exactly. Like if you're already caught in the situation, you know, okay lah, let's just. It's you like know. you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure if this is an urban legend or if this is actually true. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard before of like spies and shit that yeah. have like a cyanide pill. So like if if they yeah. get caught or put in a compromising true. situation, they uh, just true. take it. Yeah, just chew and finish. Make yeah. that available for. I mean, yeah, it's morbid, ah. Uh. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they have, but it's but embargoed no will, information. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. No one will ever say anything about it. Wow. Yeah, because it it goes against ethical. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They don't exactly. want the public to know. You know, but I mean, what? is it more ethical to prolong somebody's suffering? Though? Yeah, like, I find yeah, that the more public, troubling. Right? The public don't have to know. That's true. That's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe wow. scary, sir. Uh, they like, already. Have it. taken. Well, uh, I can't see that. Like, I mean, that's quite. Well, we need know, to hope for the know, best. You know, like if you go there, <laughs> then we're gonna end up at like euthanasia. And yeah, 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 and all yeah. those, and it's like another podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last one for okay, yeah. a bit. Yeah. Eh. You know this suicide. Please thing. don't go into food. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, a bit, a bit, just a bit. Okay. What about? We just talked about cyanide, man. Yeah. 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 So I'm told. Uh, some scientists maybe too free or what? Okay. They like scholarians. Ah, uh, cyanide. Okay, this one good positive scholarians. Okay, okay. <laughs> cyanide is such a common uh tool for like suicide and death, right? right? Yeah. Like and so some scientists wanted to figure out what it tasted like. 
Because oh, you, technically you can't. The second you taste it, the second yeah. your brain is going to register it, you're probably going to be dead in the next second. Or dying lah, yeah. Yeah, so no one can actually communicate to the other. Okay. So they they did something like they measured the like... Part- the flavor producing compounds lah. Like the particles, right? right, like right, how, right. Why do they want to taste this shit? Yeah, so how it will land on your tongue... Ugh. And because of the shape of how it lands on your tongue, it's probably going to be a certain play, flavor yeah, profile. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So somebody told me that uh, I I read somewhere that cyanide supposedly tastes like almond. Huh? So it, no, actually almond. If I remember correctly, almonds are like very trace, uh, very 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 trace uh, <laughs> really? amounts of, uh-huh. of. I'm not sure if it's cyanide or uh-huh. a, a, or a psionic uh, compound. compound. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean... Maybe there's... Amazing. Yeah. By the way, have you tasted almond milk? Oh. It sucks. I like it! I love it, bro. Depends on how you make it, man. You, I think I drank the one without sugar. Oh, yeah. No lah. Without sugar. That one. There's a without sugar version. It sucks, man. Okay, okay. You, you know buy what, the organic huh? one, right? Yeah. If you buy the modern shit, right? They just put the almond essence uh-huh. in milk. And it tastes very plastic. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it tastes like... Yeah, it's not nice. But if you go like the... You know, the traditional... Uh, yeah. The traditional almond milk where they boil the almond... Mm. Where you get from? Huh? It's usually made by families. La. Oh. Yeah. So so I'm sure your friend Fahima might have it. Oh, really? It's an Indian thing? Eh? The Indians and Arabs usually drink it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I okay, see. So ask her, yeah. ask her. And it is damn good, bro. Oh, if man, you get now one. I have to try it, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to try the real shit. Not the you do realize that, that we are releasing this podcast when most Muslims are fasting, right? Yes. But they can drink after they fast. Eh? Mm. After they breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they don't fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Apparently that happens too It's okay We I mean, don't judge yeah. We are yeah. a secular society yes. Nobody's gonna yeah. run around and. You know. No Jakim's gonna arrest you yeah. Between you yeah. and God right? yeah, Of course yes. And uh, this podcast Probably brought to you By our friends from Bravo Realtors <coughs> Yes You can give them a call mm-hmm. At this number For your property health check mm-hmm. It's 8100-2300 It's 8100-2300 Or visit them on their Facebook and Instagram yes. bravorealtors.brs That's right If you have anything that you want us to cover please drop me a DM Yes uh, on my Facebook and Instagram at Zar Ismail You can also find me on my Instagram at Darren Makkau or on my Facebook at Darren Mak And you can look for me on both uh, Instagram and Facebook at Abdul Rahman Law Corp. We will see you the next time we produce podcasts mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is on, next week Yeah only yeah. on planb.sg bye bye